No, I think that's the face. That works? Yeah. Classes tonight, Aguidoro Sinindinelio, Mi Ejuan. And this is part 11. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know if anyone is doing that. It's the same schedule. I used to be married to a believer, but I'm not doing that. No, it didn't work out. Alhamdulillah, Salatu wa وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutation upon the messenger alayhi salatu wassalam and upon his family his companions and upon all those who follow upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day. To proceed, ya ikhwan, Allahumma inna na'udha bika min ilmin la yinfa' wa min qalbin la yakhsha' wa min nafsin la tashba' wa min dua'an la yusma' verily Allah. We seek refuge with you from knowledge that has no benefit and from a heart that has no fear and from a soul that has no satisfaction or contentment and from a dua that goes unanswered. And from a dua that goes unanswered. To proceed, Ikhwan, Fanwasinu Ma'akum fi Hadihi Laylati Al Mubarakat Al Karima Aunan Min Al Rahman Al Rahim. So we continue with tonight's class and this blessed and noble night of our second the eighth and the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. <coughs> Musafidina muta'allimina min ilmi al-aqeedah As we continue to learn from the science of belief From the science of belief Fa'idha niswa yuridna an awturidna an taftaha al-nur al-misbah falabas Hatta la tajlisu fiddil If the sisters want to hit the light, ya ikhwan, let them do so So they won't sit there in the, in the dark Unless they want to sit there like that. If not, open the light for the sisters of Yaquan. May Allah bless you all. Tay, man yudakiruna bi faidatin tata'alukubi talabil ilmi. Who can give us a benefit, Father Ya Shaykh, connected to seeking knowledge? Limada natulubul ilma. Have a swali lakum. That's my question to my brothers and my sisters. Limada natulubul ilma. Why do we seek knowledge? MashaAllah Ta'ala لِيَرَضَ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى بِنَا So that Allah Ta'ala can be pleased with us Jameelan Tafadda لِمَاذَ نَطُبُ الْعِلْمِ Why do we seek knowledge? 
to remove ignorance from ourselves and perhaps from someone else. Brother Shaykh, why do we seek knowledge? To know how to, to worship Allah. MashaAllah. So we can know how to worship Allah. Brother Shaykh, why do we seek knowledge? All of these replies are beautiful. Father Sheikh, why do we seek knowledge? To prevent the religion from innovation. To defend Islam. Islam doesn't need defense. And had the deen. However, from the the qualities and characteristics of learning Al Islam and seeking knowledge, is that a person defends Al Islam. Taib Inda Banatina Mantuji, one of our sisters who can answer. Why do we seek knowledge? MashaAllah. So we can implement this knowledge and so we can teach it to others. Jamilan. Women Aida, another one of our beloved daughters. Why do we seek knowledge? Only one? Huh? Okay. إلى الله في الدين عبادة وطاعة وتمسكا بالكتاب والسنة so we can come closer to Allah so we can establish the religion so we can worship Allah and obey Allah and hold on to the Quran and the Sunnah طيب نمشي يا أخوان نسبيقين إن شاء الله تعالى طيب أنا أقولها أو أنا أقوله أنتم تقولونه بعدي أنتم تقولونه بعدي I'll say it you say it I'll say it you say قال الإمام رحمه الله تعالى قال شيخ الإسلام محمد بن عبد الوهاب رحمه الله تعالى اعلم أرشدك الله لطاعته أن الحنيفية ملة إبراهيم أن تعبد الله وحده مخلصا له الدين وبذلك أمر الله جميع الناس وخلقهم لها كما قال الله تعالى وما خلقت الجن والإنس إلا ليعبدون الآية سورة الذارية ومعنا يعبدون يوحدون وأعظم ما أمر الله به التوحيد وهو 
عبادة الله طيب وهو إفراد الله بالعبادة وهو إفراد الله بالعبادة وأعظم ما نهى عنه وأعظم ما نهى عنه الشرك الشرك وهو وهو دعوة غيره معه دعوة غيره معه والدليل والدليل قوله تعالى قوله تعالى واعبد الله واعبد الله ولا تشركوا ولا تشركوا به شيئا به شيئا سورة النساء سورة النساء فلعلنا وصلنا إلى هذه الفقرة and perhaps this is where we we arrive to من يريد أن أن يقرأ من إعلم أرشدك الله who wants to recite from the memory from the portion إعلم أرشدك الله no may Allah guide you من يريد أن يقرأ فليقرأ anyone who wants to recite let him recite يا أخوان anyone of our daughters تفضلي Allah, Asante, Asante. Women, Badaha, Menisa Ina, Wabanatina, anyone else from our beloved daughters, our beloved sisters? ومن من رجالنا who from our beloved brothers يريد أن يقرأ اعلم أرشدك الله بطاعته أن الحنيفية ملة إبراهيم أن تعبد الله وحده مخلصا له الدين وبذلك أمر الله جميع الناس وخلقهم لها وخلقهم لها كما كما قال الله تعالى وما خلقت الجن والإنس إلا ليعبدون معنا يعبدون الوحدون وعدوا ما أمر الله به أن تعبد وعظم ما وعظم ما أمر الله به التوحيد التوحيد وهو إفراد الله بالعبادة وعظم ما نهى عنه الشرك وهو دعوة غيره وهو دعوة غيره معه معه والدليل قوله تعالى 
So we can benefit a lot of benefits here, Yaqwan. Let's mention a few of them. Let's mention a few things before we take the new lesson, inshallah ta'ala. Before that, the Karnalakum in Jamali Hada al Kitab. The Hada al Kitab Sahir Lakin Jamilun Jiddin. But man, you the Kirunabi Mada Jamili Hada al Kitab. We mentioned previously from the beauty of this book. This book, Yahwan, is a small book, very, very small, mashallah ta'ala, but it's very beautiful. وَإِخْتَارُنَا هَذَا يَخْوَانْ هَذَا الْكِتَابِ لِأَنَّهُ مُسْتَفِيدٌ جِدًّا وَجَمِيلٌ وَصَغِيرٌ And we chose this book for many reasons. One is beautiful, is beneficial, and is small. وَلَا أَعْنِي بِهَذَا يَخْوَانْ أَنَّ الْإِمَّامِ شِخَ الْإِسْلَامِ مُحَمَّدِ مُضَى وَهَابِ رَحِيمَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى أَنَّهُ مَعْصُومٌ أَبَدًا لَا نَعْتَقِدُ when you choose a book or you refer to the scholars or some scholars, you're saying this scholar or that scholar is infallible. He never made an error. And this is not our Islam, ya khwan. We don't say the great Imam Rahimallah is infallible, la. And we don't believe that, la. Nor do we call others to that. And that's from our belief, from our foundation, ya khwan. We love the people of knowledge. We love the scholars. We love the students of knowledge. We love the Imams. We love the Muslims. But we love them legislatively. We love them religiously. We don't raise the scholars above their levels and we say they're like the prophets and messengers. No. We don't raise the scholars above their levels and say, if you don't agree with that shaykh, you're off of it. La. Nor do we mother, place them below their levels. We love the scholars, but we love them religiously. Ta'i, who can mention one of the beauties that we mention about this book? Fadl. Everything they mention, they, they have proof for it. Jamil, I sent. Hishmatullah. Al-Imam huna. 
يذكر شيئا ثم بعد ختم هذا الشيء يذكر دليلا وهذا عظيم جدا whatever the imam mentions whether we accept it or not ربما لا أوافق معه ربما أنتم لا توافقون معه هذا لا يعني أو هذا لا يهمنا الآن perhaps we read something and I don't agree with the sheikh perhaps perhaps you read something and you don't agree with the sheikh perhaps that's not the point here the point is what whatever he says he brings his Allah said the Prophet said Allah said the Prophet said and that's beautiful ya وعلينا نحن أن نتبع مثل هذا الأسلوب نساء ورجالا نساء ورجالا and it's upon us to try our best to follow that method you say something about Islam try to have your proofs you say what's the issue ya ikhwah tell me something about Islam that you learned give me an issue about Islam any issue you wish is recommended or hated? Getting married at a young age, mustahab, is recommended. That's the issue. Now, what's the proof? Marry the. You could, you could use that, but you have to tie something else to it. What's the proof getting married? Young is recommended. The Messenger of Allah encouraged us to get married young. Where did he say that? The Messenger of Allah said, Oh, group of young men, and you can include women also, whoever from amongst you has the ability to do alba'a, then let him get married. And the hadith is collected by Bukhari Muslim. What is alba'a? Man istata'a minkum alba'a. Whoever from amongst you can do this ba'a, then get married. Al ulama yubayinuna lana anna alba'a yan ahada. That the scholars they clarify for us that ba'a has one or two meanings. Whoever from amongst you can get who have who can do this ba'a, let him get married. So what is ba'a? Action. What type of action? It is an action. It's one or two actions. Some scholars say it's both. Some say it's one. Some say it's the other. One of our sisters help us out. What is ba'a? Support. It is. So you can say it's support. Provide. Huh? Hey, some scholars say Some scholars say the first meaning The man has the ability To the best of his ability To provide for a woman He can give her food He can give her drink And he can give her clothing And he can give her shelter To the best of his ability Does he have to provide for her from what she's used to? That's important, yeah, ikhwan. He wants to marry a woman. MashaAllah, This woman has cars and motorcycles and trucks. And I don't know if y'all have this in Somalia. Those uh, nariya, those, those motorbikes. 
we we seen two motorcycles today, Echor, for the first time. Two motorbikes. In our city, all the youth have dirt bikes, four-wheelers, three-wheelers in Pennsylvania. In Kansas, we only saw two today. The sister has trucks and cars and motorcycles and houses. But the brother, poor brother, mashallah, he only has a room. He wants to marry this girl. She agrees. Is it upon him to provide for her to what she's used to? He has to give her houses like what she has. He has to give her cars like what she has. He has to give her clothing like what she has. Is that a principle in Islam? The answer is no. If he can do that, then that's tremendous. If he can do that. But it's not a condition upon him. It's not a condition upon him. What's another issue, ya ikhwa? Y'all gonna get us in trouble, ya ikhwa? Marrying four women. Oh, the women gonna get offended, ya ikhwa? Except if they're on the sunnah. If they're on the sunnah, she's gonna have her natural jealousy. That's allowed. You go home and say, hey! I'm getting married. And she throws some stuff at you. And she breaks this and breaks that. That's natural, yeah. That's natural. You remember the hadith when the Messenger of Allah he was married, and one of his wives, Arasalat ilayhi ta'aman, and he was in one of the one of the houses of another wife. You try that nowadays. Oh, that poor brother. May Allah help us, He was with one of his wives. Another wife sent him food. Is that disrespectful? The answer is no. What did she do wrong? What did she do wrong? Disrespect, Yechwan, is not what we think to be disrespectful. He was with one of the wives in his home with another wife. Another wife sent him food. Is she wrong for that? Did she do anything wrong? The answer is no. That's her husband also. Some of the women believe on my night, you can't call the other wife. That's not from Islam. Some of the women believe, some of the women believe if it's my night, you can't call the other wife. Some of the Muslim women believe Some of the women believe if it's my night, she can't call you. Some of the women believe if it's her night, you talk to her her nights and you don't talk to me. When it's my night, you talk to me and you don't talk to her. None of that's from Islam. None of it. La yujadu hadithun aw ayatun yakhwan. Mada tuwafikum ahadil qaw. There's no verse and no hadith to support the likes of that yakhwan. The issue of marrying more than one. Suppose you have a wife and this is going to be hard on her. Perhaps she jumps out the window onto the ground. 
You're getting married. And then she jumps. Sometimes the women are like that, yeah, Some of the African women, they have some ghiratun shadida. We won't translate ghirat, yeah, They have some, some, some ghirat shadida, some extreme jealousy. Some of our women, whatever the country, they have that, yeah, And there's nothing wrong with that. As long as it doesn't go beyond the bounds. So the food came to the Messenger, what did Aisha do? Hadith is in Bukhari. What did Aisha do? Hey, she broke it. The plate came from the Messenger, not the Prophet. The Messenger, that's the, the woman sent the food from. It came to Aisha. She smacked it down. Did the Prophet of Allah reprimand her? He didn't say nothing to her. If it's natural jealousy, you're not wrong for that. Natural jealousy. It's allowed to have natural jealousy. Nothing wrong with that. But if the jealousy exceeds the limits, then that's when it's something else. Yeah, Ta'ib. Our brother said, what masjid is that? This is Masjid Salam. May Allah bless you all. Ta'ib. Who can mention one other issue from the sisters? What's the issue? Any issue you wish. Our little sister has her hand up. Our Um Salam of the group. Mention something about Islam you wish. Anything. Huh? Wearing their hijab. That's from Islam. That's, in, that's from Islam. So the issues are there, but learning the proofs to the issues. It's a tremendous uh, benefit of seeking knowledge. Some of the brothers, Yehwan, yadhunnu anna satr al-awra or anna lipsa al-thawq or ma ashbaha al-thawq faqat lil-nisa. Wahada khata'un kabeer. Some of us as men, we make the misconception. We think wearing the thawq or the likes of a thawq is only for the sisters. And that's a mistake, Yehwan. Nafsu sunnah. It's the same sunnah. Linisa walid rijal. Naam ba'adu al-hadwi mukhtalif. Sahih. Like a nafsu al-sunnah. Yes, some of the body parts are different. The woman covers her face or is recommended to cover her face. The man is not recommended for him to cover his face. The woman, her legs can't be out. The man, his garment is above his, his, his mother, his ka'bain, his ankles. Yes, so there's some details that are different. But the same sunnah. Itiba'u sunnah. Following the sunnah. Lil-nisa wa lil-rujal. Lil-rujal wa lil-nisa. It's for the women and also for the men. Sometimes we forget that, ya akhwa. Ar-rajul huwa la yalbisu thawban. Lakin yagdabu ala zawjati idha hiya la talbisu jilbaban. Wa hadha khata'a. Sometimes us the men. We don't wear a thawb. Wa na'udhu billah. Or the likes of a thawb. But when our wives or our wife comes out. We'll get offended and mad if she doesn't have on her jilbab. Same sunnah. Following the sunnah of the Messenger, and we're not saying thobes is obligatory. You can wear whatever looks like a thobe. You can grab a curtain and cover your body with that if you wish. It doesn't have, doesn't have to be a thobe. What thobe is better? The one from Africa, the one from Yemen, the one from Dubai, the one from Saudi, the one from India, what other countries the Ikhwan? The one from Tajikistan, the one from Malaysia, the one from Sin, the one from where? What thobe is the best? 
Wajjil Bab is the best. From Saudiya, from Yemen, from Qatar, Wajjil Bab is the best. Wathub is the best. The one that covers the Aura. Sometimes we get caught up. Hey, you have to wear the towel from Saudiya. Who said that, Yaqwa? You have to wear the towel from Yemen. You have to wear the towel from Africa. You have to wear the towel from Malaysia. You have to wear this towel, this towel, this towel. The Somalians and niqab is better. Maybe it's better. If it covers more of the woman's face. But it's not better because of what country it's from. That's not from Islam, just like sometimes we say, hey, if they do that, يَفْعَلُهُ فِي سَعُدِيَّةِ فَهُوْ مِنَ السُنَّةِ Another principle that we hear, that's not a principle, where the people say, if they do it in the kingdom, then it's correct. If they do it in Mecca and Medina, if they do it in Qasim, if they do it in Unayza, it's a sunnah. That's not Quran and Sunni, Ikhwan. Namshi. Let's continue, Ikhwan. ثوب 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 ثوب
ta'ah. What does it mean, obedience? Ma huwa ta'ah. What's obedience? Refraining from sin. Refraining from sin. That's part of it. Hey, following the commandments of Allah. That's another tremendous part. Write this down here, Khuan. Ma'ana al-ta'ah. Ma'ana al-ta'ah. Idha nad'u qawlaykima aw qawlaykima fi qawlin wahid. We're going to take both of your positions and put them together. What does it mean, ta'ah? You're going to write, muwafaqatu al-murad. Muwafaqatu al-murad. Fi'lan lil-ma'mur. وَتَرْكًا لِلْمَحْظُورِ مُوَافَقَةُ الْمُرَادِ That which is an agreement of the intent. That which is an agreement of the intent. فِعْلًا لِلْمَأْمُورِ By performing or carrying out actions of commands. Those actions that Allah commands you to do. By doing that, that's part of it. Muwafaqatul Murad, that which is agreement or which is an agreement, agreeance with the intent that which Allah wants from us. Fi'lan lil ma'mur, by doing the commandments. Watarakan lil mahbur, and staying away from that which is prohibited. Yashmalu ithnain, it encompasses two things. Fi'lan lil ma'mur by doing what Allah commands, watarakan lil mahdur and staying away from what is prohibited. Al mahdur mim ha va mahdur. So two parts by doing what Allah commands of us and staying away from avoiding what Allah has prohibited. Ta'ib. He says that the Al-Hanifiyya is the way of Ibrahim. The Milla. Ma ma'ana Milla? The way. Al-Tariq. Al-Tariq. The way. The path. That you worship Allah in Allah alone. Mukhlisan lahuddin. Making the religion exclusively, solely for his sake. Wabidhalika amara Allahu jami'an nas. And with this. What's the with this? What did this go back to? Hanifi. Hey, Hanifi, This is what Allah commanded all of mankind. This includes mankind and the jinn. And He created them for this. He created them for what? Hanifi, Al Al Ikhlas, to worship Allah alone. As Allah Ta'ala says, Surah and I, meaning Allah, have not created the jinn nor mankind except for them to worship me. Then the Imam says, And the meaning of for them to worship me means for them to single me out in worship. And the greatest of what Allah has commanded with is a tawheed. I sent to single out Allah in worship. Tawheed. And the greatest of what he, meaning Allah, forbade is shirk. 
ما معنى الشير؟ What does it mean شير؟ دعوة غيره معه. طيب هذا تعبير عند هذا الإمام. This expression دعوة غيره معه. Some scholars they say عبادة غيره معه. المراد بالدعوة العبادة. Some scholars they change the word دعوة and they say عبادة. Same meaning. دعوة here means worship. دعوة does not only mean when you call upon. No, here it means العبادة worship. And the proof of this is the statement of Allah. وَعَبُدُ اللَّهُ وَلَا تُشْرِكُ بِهِ شَيْئًا سُرُطُ النِّسَاءِ Worship Allah and do not ascribe partners with Him in anything. سُرُطُ النِّسَاءِ طيب, I'll say it, you'll say. وَهَذَا دَرَسُ الْجَدِيدِ This is tonight's new lesson. The new part. Some of your copies may have. الْأَصْلُ الْأَوَّلِ And some of the printings that you guys may have. Or may say, مَعْنَا أُصُولَ ثَلَاثَةَ the meaning of the three principles. Some printings have that. You have you have anything above that? No, no best. I'll say it, you say it. I'll say it, you say it. فَإِذَا قِيلَ لَكَ فَإِذَا قِيلَ لَكَ فَإِذَا قِيلَ لَكَ فَإِذَا قِيلَ لَكَ مَا الْأُصُولُ الثَّلَاثَةَ مَا الْأُصُولُ الثَّلَاثَةَ الَّتِي يَجِبُ على الإنسان معرفتها فقل معرفة العبد ربه ودينه ونبيه محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم. So the Imam he says, فإذا قيل لك if it's said to you, if it's said to you, ما المستطيل ما الأصول الثلاثة التي يجب على الإنسان? What are the three principles that's obligatory upon the person معرفتها? To have knowledge of. Someone comes to you method and says, Someone says, Hey, what are the three principles that are obligatory upon the person, male or female, black or white, Arab or non Arab, to have knowledge of? فقول, then say, Having the servant, having knowledge of his law. Wadina. And his religion, Wanabiya, and his prophet Muhammadan alayhi salatu wassalam. Tabu'atikum faidatan yakhwa, uktubuha. We'll give you a benefit, inshallah ta'ala. Write this benefit down. Kaifanu sallimu ala nabi. How can we give salutations upon the Messenger alayhi salatu wassalam? Uatikum thalatha halat, or thalatha kaifiyat. I'm going to give you three different ways to send salams. Upon the Messenger والسلام, جدا, But there are many other ways to do so There are many ways to do so We're going to mention three We're going to mention three How to give salams upon the Prophet We're going to give you three نبدأ بالتيسير Or نبدأ بالأيسر Let's start with the easiest one first You say عليه السلام عليه السلام That's the easiest May peace be upon him or technically may upon him be peace upon him be peace 
alayhi salam Ta'ib We said three ways, we'll give you four ways The second way As'abu qalilan It's a little bit more difficult Nudifu kalimatan wahidatan Or kalimatain We're going to add two more words Alayhi salatu wassalam So now we have two Alayhi salam Second way Alayhi salatu wassalam May the salutations be upon him and peace. Salah was salam. Two different things you're asking for. May salutations and peace be upon him. So now we have two. Alayhi salam. Alayhi salatu was salam. The third way. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Now we have three ways. First way, alayhi salam. Upon him be peace, or may peace be upon him. Second way, two new words, or we're going to add two words. Alayhi salatu wasallam. May salutations be upon him and peace. Third way, we're going to mention Allah's name. This one is better. Sallallahu Alayhi wasallam. Same meaning, but we mentioned Allah. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. May the peace and salutations of Allah be upon him. How many is that? Three. Arabic number four. Nudifu ahlihi. We're going to add his family. Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wasallam. Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wasallam. May the peace and salutations of Allah be upon him and upon his family. Four different ways. Right? Sallallahu alayhi, and we're going to add his family. Wa ala alihi wasallam. Four ways. Who can repeat? Start from the easiest. Good. May peace be upon him. Second way. May peace or may salutation and peace be upon him. Third way. Mention Allah. May the peace of Allah and his salutation be upon him and his family. May the peace and salutation of Allah be upon him and his family. And his family. Anyone from our sisters can repeat all four? Alayhi salam. Alayhi salatu wasalam. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Jameelan. Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wasallam. Ta'ib. Anyone has any questions so far, Yaqwan? Is there any sunnah? Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wasallam. That's the fifth way. You add his companions. Oh, we have that one also. That one is also there also. You can say that also, ya ikhwa. Ta'ib. You know how you said the meaning of shirk was da'wah to waiting ma'ahu? Like ma'ahu means with him, right? With him. Can it be shirk? Along with him. Can it be shirk to worship another god without him? Just worship another deity besides Allah? Yeah. Ta'ib. Qala ba'du al-ulama anna ta'rif al-shirk ta'rifan. Some scholars do say the meaning of shirk actually has two meanings. That's correct. 
Some scholars they say it means كما قال الشيخ الإسلام هنا دعوة غيره أو عبادة غيره معه هذا تعريف واحد هذا الأول. Some scholars say as Sheikh Islam Muhammad Ibn Wahab mentions here to worship others uh, to worship with Allah or to worship other than Allah with Allah. Other scholars say it also means ibadah to Allah. To worship, exactly what Rabbi Allah brother is saying, other than Allah. So any worship that you do when you're not worshiping Allah, but besides Allah, many scholars call that shirk also. No, that's correct. So the scholars that don't consider worshiping something else shirk, what do they call it? They, they, they just call it false worship or kufr or disbelief, but they don't say that shirk. Some of the people of knowledge, they differ, Ya Ikhwan. You're going to find this a lot in ta'rifat, in definitions. What's the meaning of Islam? Filuga, in the language. Islam, what's Islam? Islam, in the language. No, no, but you can say that. Islam, to submit. Generally. Any Islam in ma? Any submission. Okay. And the religion, let's make it more detailed. Islam, religiously. Hey, to submit to Allah. طيب, some scholars say that Al Islamu Lillah to submit to Allah. Other scholars say we'll give a better one. They say Al Islamu Lillah Some scholars say it means to submit to Allah upon a tuhid. Other scholars say we'll give a better one. They differ sometimes. Al Islamu Lillah Taala Al Tawheed. Wal Baraatu Min Shirk. Some scholars say it means to submit to Allah upon Tawheed and to stay away from Shirk. Other scholars say, I'll give another one. There are many definitions there. Some scholars say, Al Istislamu lillahi ta'ala al Tawheed wa al-Bara'atu min al-Shirk wa ahli Shirk. Some scholars they say, and this is the most complete definition, to work, to submit to Allah upon al Tawheed and to stay away from Shirk and its people. At any rate, the scholars differ here. You're going to find many definitions. The scholars differ. Ibn Taymiyyah said, what about worship? The best definition you're going to learn about worship. What did he say? We learned, We learned it in tonight's class, or this class that we study, in Surah Talatha. What did Ibn Taymiyyah say about worship? Not, not tonight, tonight. The, the class we're studying. Huh? Our sister said it. Raise your voice slightly. That's from the most beautiful of definitions of worship. Not all the scholars say that, Ikhwan. That's why they attribute that to Ibn Taymiyyah. He was one of the first ones to say that. That worship is ibadatun. Ibadatun shami yashmalu kulli ma yuhibbuhu Allah wa yarada. He says it's a comprehensive noun that includes everything Allah loves and is pleased with from speech and from actions, that which is apparent and hidden. Not all the scholars say that's what worship is. That's from the best definitions of worship. What's our sister? Fadali. Ah, the sister says, what's the difference between al-istislamu wal-iman? What's the difference between submission and iman? Tayyip, 
in the language laysa kulla imanin min al-istislam not everything you believe in is from submission wal aks kadhalik aida also the opposite not everything everything not everything you believe in you submit to you can believe in something and not submit to it a person may say he believes in allah lakin nudhnibu he says he believes in allah but doesn't submit to allah Every time we commit sin, we're invalidating our shahara. But it doesn't take us outside of Islam. Every time we commit a sin, we're contradicting what we say we're going to try to uphold. We say we're going to try to uphold worshiping Allah ala tawheed wa tiba'a sunnah and following the sunnah. And committing sins is an opposition of following the sunnah. But it doesn't mean you disbelieved in Allah. However, every time, مثلاً, we commit a sin. That's why it's called a sin. We fell into something. We fell into something. We fell into something that's not from the obedience of Allah. It's in fact from something Allah has prohibited. So you can believe in something and not submit to it. However, from the best of Iman is Al-Islam. Al-Islam. However, from the best of one's belief is that they submit to the one they're believing in. And it's a condition from the conditions of Al-Islam that you make Al-Islam to Allah. If somebody says, I believe in Allah, but he doesn't submit to Allah. He doesn't believe in Allah Ta'ala Haqqa. He does not truly believe in Allah. Like someone says, Attabi'u Sunnah, lakin waqa' ilman fil bid'ah. The person says, I follow the sunnah. And then he falls into innovation, knowingly. Not ignorantly. That's two different things. He knows celebrating the Prophet's birthday is not from the sunnah. It's an innovation. sunnah. It opposes the sunnah. He says, I'm glorifying the day of the birth of the Messenger. Perhaps. But the way you're doing it is not from the Sunnah of the Messenger. But he says, We follow the Sunnah. And how do we have innovations? Every Muslim to become a Muslim has to say what? What shall do? Yantiku. Shahadatain. He says two testimonies. I bear witness, or I testify, none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. And I bear witness that Muhammad is the Messenger of Allah. What's the meaning of the first part? I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped. A. And Allah Ta'ala, huwa al muthbitu li'ibadah. Wa la yastahiqu li'ibadata illa hu. Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. He's affirming, he's specifying. Exclusively, none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. What's the meaning of the second part? And I bear witness that Muhammad is the Messenger of Allah. Hey, he believes in what he informs. And he obeys him in that which he commands. Some of the scholars they say, given same meaning, an easy way to understand it. An easier way. That he testifies 
then no one has the right to be followed except the Messenger of Allah. Easy. Same meaning. From that, whatever the Prophet informs, we believe it. Whatever he commands, we follow it. Why do we pray? Now why do we pray? I'll give you an easy one. Why do we take Muhammad as a Prophet? Who told us to do so? Allah. We're commanded to follow the Messenger Some people they say, La, I only follow the Quran. You say, A'udhu Billah. You only follow the Quran? Yes. You're saying, A'udhu Billah because I follow the Quran? No. Because you say, you only follow the Quran. Allah Ta'ala ya'muruna anna tabi'al kitab wa sunnah. And Allah commands us in His glorious book to follow the Quran and the sunnah. Yaqulu Ta'ala ati'u Allah wa ati'u Rasul. Surah Ta'ala Imran. And follow Allah uh, and obey Allah and obey His Messenger. Ta'ib. Why do we place our hands upon our chest in the salah? Oh. We gotta start bringing some gifts for class, eh, Khwan? To motivate the, motivate the people. I don't have much money, eh, Khwan? So I, I can't really give. Oh, we got no money right now, yeah. Why do we place our right up? Why we place our hands upon our chest? The Prophet of Allah told us to. Why do we obey the Prophet? Allah told us to. Where did the Prophet of Allah tell us to put our hands on our chest? There's a hadith. Uh. In the translation, they said, like, I am the Prophet, and in order to like, put our hands over our chest. Yeah, hey, sent hadith, Sahil ibn Suhail. Collected by the Imam in the Sunan. The Prophets have been commanded and Yada'a Arrajulu Yadihulyumna Al Yusra Salah sent. That uh, we have been commanded, the man was commanded to place his right upon his left. Is this for the men and the women or just the men? The men and women. The women don't pray with their hands on their stomach. Oh. We'll say it again. The women don't pray with that's not a sunnah for the women? To pray on their bellies? Uh, no. The answer is no. Don't let me trick you, Yaqwa. You'll be firm on your answer. Even if you're wrong, you'll be firm. Until knowledge comes. Is it better to say, I don't know if you... Yes, of course. It's obligatory to say, if you don't know. If you don't know, let no one force you to make up something. You don't know. You sure you don't know? I don't know, Yaqwa. I don't know. That's Islam. Don't ever be shy. The Prophet was not shy. The angels were not shy. Don't be shy. That's from seeking knowledge. You know, then give what you know. If you don't know, we say, I don't know. Our sisters, is this for the men and the women or just the women uh, or just the men? You place your right on your left, on your chest. It's for the men. Where do the women put their hands? On their chest. I'll give you a benefit, Yaqwan. Fil Bukhari, Kalimata Sadr, Latuja. In the wording of Bukhari, the word chest is not there. In the wording of Bukhari, in the book of Salah, the Prophet used to place his right on his left in the Salah. So sometimes you see some people, his hand is here, another brother is a little less, another brother is a little less, another brother is a little less. Some scholars say all of this is your chest. All of this is your chest. At any rate, this shall humble us when we're arguing, especially in our city. Where the people are praying, the next brother is looking at him to see if he's pointing or moving. For example, you see someone praying, he's looking at you, trying to make sure, see what you're doing. Tell you. At any rate, uh, likewise when you're standing, 
Some other brothers say, oh, you're too high, you're too low, you're too in the middle. Technically, if you go back to the hadith, in the sunan, the word chest is there, but in Bukhari, the word chest is not there. It says, place your right on your left in the salah. Is there a hadith where it says, like, the way you see me hey, hadith is narrated by Malik ibn Huwayl, collected by Bukhari. Pray the way you see me pray. Why do we put our right, our feet, to one another's feet? Why do we do that? Who taught us to do that? Who commanded us to do that? The Prophet of Allah. One of our sisters, Tfadali. Closing your eyes, Wallah ta'ala alam, ma'indi dalilun yakhwan, ladi yu'alimuna annahu haram. Fa'akulu huwa al-jawaz, Wallah alam. Al-afdal an la taf'al, li'anna ma'indana dalilun li'u'ayyida hadha al-qawl, Wallah alam. Closing your eyes in any part of the salah. I don't know any place to say that's haram to do. So as far as I understand, it remains upon the origin. It's allowed. You close your eyes, for example, to focus. I don't have any proof to say that's haram. But it's better not to do it. Because if it was have, have been good, it would have reached us. That the Prophet closed his eyes. The companions, يَرْغُونَ صَلَاةَ النَّبِيَ عَلَيْهِ صَلَاةَ السَّلَامِ كَامِلَةً إِلَّا بِبَعْدِ الْنَوَادِرِ فَيَرْغُونَ صَلَاةَ النَّبِيَ كَامِلَةً إِلَّا بِبَعْدِ الْأَشَّاءِ the companions of the Messenger of Allah narrate to us, not directly, by way of generation, next generation, next generation, almost the entire prayer of the Messenger والسلام, and there are only a few things that they didn't mention about his prayer. Only a few, one, two, three things maybe. But they narrate his whole salah, almost entirety. But they didn't mention a few things. What's something that they didn't mention? Or to put your hands in between, uh, like after the Jibra. Do we have any narrations from the companions where they're telling us what the Prophet of Allah did with his hands after Rukur? Do they mention after Rukur? The answer is no. Wouldn't that include like when you, uh, when you finish Rukur, you're supposed to go back to how you was before Rukur? Some say that. That's a hadith. But it doesn't mention after Rukur. That's general. So that's why the scholars differ. Some scholars say, placing your hands back on your chest, بعد Rukur is a sunnah. هذا قول الأثيمين وقول ابن باس طيب وقول شيخنا أبي فداء طيب And our Sheikh Abu Fida has that opinion also. Other scholars say no. Al irusal بعد ركور. Pin your hands to the sides is a sunnah. هذا قول الألباني وقول الشيخ مقبل. طيب. And كثير from the scholars they say they إخوان. And there's another opinion. There are three opinions. Placing your hands on your chest is a sunnah. That's one. Second, putting your hands to the sides is a sunnah. There's a third one. Sheikh, huh? Doing both together? Don't do both together. It's better not to do both together. Because you have no proof to match and match. Either do one or the other. Tight and be consistent in it. There's a third opinion. Making you wajib. <coughs> not position, opinion. Making you wajib. To put your hands on your chest. Not wajib. They both say sunnah. Sunnah, first position was, this is a sunnah. Second position, 
Pin them to the sides of the sunnah. It's allowed. That's the third one. You can say that. Imam Ahmed said that. Tight. So she's giving us another one. A fourth opinion. Pin him on your chest is an innovation. So there are four positions. Pin him on your chest. Sami Allahu niman hamida. Rabbana wa lakal ham. Some scholars say sunnah. Tight. Sami Allahu niman hamida. Rabbana wa lakal hamd. Sunnah. Third opinion, you can do whatever you wish. Imam Ahmed said that, choose one. They both are. He says, Fihi wasir, that this issue is, is a broad issue, according to Imam Ahmed. I wish one of his companions would have said, what does Imam Ahmed do? The tabi'un or the followers of Imam Ahmed and his contemporaries didn't mention that. I wish we had a narration that said, what did Shafi'i do here? What did Malik do? What did Abu Bakr do? What did... Abu Huraira do? What did Ibn Umar do? But we don't have those narrations. It seems like the issue of when you come up here, Sami Allahu Limin Hamida, for whatever reason, they didn't emphasize that. They didn't say those narrations. Maybe they didn't notice. Allah Alam, the reason. The fourth opinion, this is an innovation. There was an argument between, not an argument, religious argument, between Shaykh Albani and Shaykh Ibn Abbas. Two of the greatest scholars of Islam. They differ. Shaykh Albani said, this is innovation. Shaykh Ibn Abbas says, why do you say that? He said, because there's no proof that the Prophet did so, specifically. Shaykh Ibn Abbas says, okay, if that's an innovation, then this is an innovation also. If you're right there, Shaykh, then this has to be innovation also. What is he using? That there's no specific proof. There's nothing specific. I challenge all of you, we're going to start doing some more research as a group. Y'all did that before. I watched you when I was in my home. Y'all did a little debate. Y'all did some research. That was, uh, that was tremendous, Yaykhwan. We need more researchers. So tonight I want you to research something, inshallah. Ten of the brothers, ten of the sisters, inshallah. I want you to find a hadith about where to pitch your hands after the record. Any hadith you can mention. I want you to find it, write it down, and tomorrow, how many days we'll give you? We'll give you one day, Yaykhwan. Is the brothers asking, did Imam, is it a position that Imam Ahmed says is hated for the women to place their hands on their chest? And I'm asking to be had the code, I've never heard anything like that. If it is, Allah Alam, I've never heard of that. Even if the great Imam Ahmed said that, it still need proofs. He taught us not to blind follow. He taught us to follow the proofs. This is one of the beauties of Islam. I remember I used to be Christian. In Christianity, there's blind following. Take what your reverend says. Take what your preacher says. Take what your pastor says. Whatever they say, you have to do it. Whatever they say, believe in. You have to believe in. When I started studying the Quran, I was amazed. You don't have that. You have Allah said. The Prophet said. The companion said. Allah said. The Prophet said. The companion said. Allah said. The Prophet said. The companion said. That was amazing to me, Ikhwan. Whatever the issue, Allah says something about it. Whatever the issue, the Prophet said something about it. To me, that was one of the things that I was the most amazed by the Muslims or by Islam. That there's a proof for almost every issue religiously that you can mention. So I want you to try to find a hadith. What did the Prophet of Allah do after he made Rukur? Any hadith you come or you write, and then tomorrow we're going to go over them, inshallah. At any rate, this is why the scholars differ. 
So not every detail the companions narrate. Likewise, it says asking about closing your eyes. They didn't mention, that's why we said it's better not to. Because had it been better to do it, we would have some narration that the Prophet of Allah did it, the companions did it. They didn't mention closing their eyes. But you can't say it's haram. You can't say it's haram. Well, something else that's not mentioned in the prayer. It's only a few things. That's two of them. Sorry, moving the finger is mentioned. But this is one of the strongest ikhtilafat you're ever going to study at home. Do you move it or not move it? Tayyip. Some scholars they say you move your finger. The strongest opinion is that you don't move your finger. Ibn Umar, Abdullah ibn Zubair, Ahmad, Shafi'i, Many scholars have this opinion. Ibn Taymiyyah. Ibn Qayyim says the hadith of Wa'il is authentic, but he doesn't move it. There's one hadith that says the Prophet moved it. You go back to Nasa'i in the book of Salah. Hadith is narrated by Wa'il ibn Hujar. When you look at the hadith, it's a long hadith. You're going to think that the whole hadith is from the companion. We'll get to this hadith. We learned this slightly. The issues of Shav. This is one of the best examples of Shav. The hadith is a long hadith. He's mentioning how he saw the Prophet pray. When he gets to the end, he says, He says, I saw him and he was pointing his finger, making dua, moving it. When you look at that hadith, it looks like this last part is from the narrator, but it's not. It's from the sub-narrator. His name is Zaida ibn Qudama. He said that last part. So you look at the surface of the hadith. It looks like it's from Wa'il. However, the last part is from Zaid ibn Qudama. If you say you're going to move your finger, how do you move it? Remember the salah is worship. You can't do something in the salah unless you have proof. Anything that's tawqifi. That's a good word to memorize. Tawqifi. It means you have to have proof to do so. So, if I'm going to say, I'm going to move my finger. Before I move it, I have to know how to move it. Do I make circles? Do I go clockwise? Counterclockwise? Up and down? You see some brothers go north and south. Some sisters go right to left. Some brothers do it all. Circles. One brother did a triangle. <laughs> some brothers do murabba'a. Square. You ask them, hey, assalamu alaikum. Why do you move your finger like that? In the hadith, they said the Prophet moved it. Why do you move it like that? Why do you make circles? Anyone who makes circles doesn't have the right to make circles. Anyone who makes a triangle doesn't have the right to make a triangle. Anyone who makes a square, what's the other one, Yaqwan? Uh, a rectangle. Anyone makes a rectangle, what's the one that have eight sides? Octagon. There's another one, hexagon. How many sides hexagon? Six. six. How can you do six? Tell you. Any point you, any way you're going to move it, what's your proof of moving it? Even if you say the hadith is authentic, that last part, how do you move it? If you're truthful, I guarantee you can't give me no hadith if you're truthful. You can make up a hadith. You can lie from the message. However, if you're truthful, 
You can't come on a hadith. So the strongest opinion, Ibn Umar, can you allim ashabahu salat and Nabi alayhi salatu salam kaminatan min al-bidayil al-nihaya wa lam yadkur shay'an an al-tahriq qala wa ashara bi sababa Ibn Umar Ibn Umar, this one of the strongest evidences you're going to learn and they will stop. Uh, we got one minute left inshallah, or no? That's the event or the qama? Tayyip. Who's the muaddin for tonight? Jamila, Labas. Tayyip. Ibn Umar was teaching his companions. Why is this important? Ibn Umar. What do they say about Ibn Umar? He's a scholar. Person of knowledge. Ocean of knowledge. Most memorized in hadith. Most memorized uh, after Abu Huraira. Uh, after Abu Huraira. Something about his actions. What did he used to do the most? Hey, he was the most companion that's been narrated to follow the Messenger the most. Nobody followed the Sunnah, according to the companions, like Abdullah ibn Umar. Even when the Prophet of Allah ducked down sometimes, there was a tree. And when the Prophet would walk in the road, he used to duck under the tree branch. Some years later, the tree, it was cut down. When ibn Umar still, Allah Akbar, you may call this strict, you may call this mutashaddid, strict or severe, whatever you want to call it. That's not my point. Even though the tree was gone, when he walked past that place, he was still ducked down. His companion said, Why do you do that? He said, If he's a man in the Shajaratun, in the time of the Messenger of Allah, there was a tree right here. And when the Prophet walked under the walked past, he ducked. So I followed the Prophet. Somebody's gonna say, Hey, that's not worship. It's not worship. He's severe in that, maybe. Whatever you want to call it, call it. That's not my point. He followed the Messenger Whatever the Prophet did, almost he followed him to the T, even if it was one time in his life. Ibn Umar only raised his hands to his shoulders. Where else can you raise your hands in the Salah? To your ears. Why is Ibn Umar only raising his hands to his shoulders? Who did he see do that? The Prophet. He didn't see the Prophet raise his hands to his ears. He's not denying that hadith. No. He just didn't see it. So he's working by what he saw. That one day when our team, mashallah, we were undefeated that day. We beat everybody. Myra, Zaid, Muhammad. We beat everybody that day. Alhamdulillah. And then we came back and told everybody. The brother said, I wasn't there. No problem. So he can't talk about that day when I was undefeated, mashallah. And nobody beat me that day. And I made a whole lot of shots. And my team won. And I had on slippers. Tell you. He says, I wasn't there, Yaqi. I wasn't there. No problem. So he narrates the day when we wasn't there, when the second team that we beat, beat everybody that day. But that was the day my team wasn't there. That's different. Ibn Umar is narrating what he saw. Not a contradiction. So Ibn Umar, when he raised his hands, he's going to do what the Prophet saw. The companions were like that. If they saw the Prophet do something, they're going to do what he saw, what they saw him do. It doesn't contradict the other narrations. No. I saw him raise his hands to his shoulders. I'm raising my hands to my shoulders. So Ibn Umar used to follow the Messenger <laughs> the most. He's teaching his companions how the Prophet prayed. From beginning to end, Ibn Umar. And didn't say anything about moving the finger. He said the Prophet moved. Uh, the Prophet pointed with it. So Ibn Umar's position was that you point with it. Sometimes the, the companions differ, the that happens from time to time. In some small 
secondary issues. Not in the asr. Last question from our beloved daughter, inshallah ta'ala, and then we'll stop. Say it again. So the best question of tonight. We have a new Um Salam of the group. Do you make the ishara min ila Do you point your finger from the time you sit down until you say salam alaikum, salam alaikum? The strongest opinion is yes. Some scholars say, Abu Hanifa says, you don't point it until you say, illallah. Ashadu an la ilaha illallah. So you see him point, and then he pits it back. You see many of the madahib, the scholars of the madahib, the students of the madahib, they point their finger and pit it back. There's no evidence for pitting the finger back. When you point your finger, it should stay out. Why do we say not to bring it back? Because there's no evidence to support that. The Hadith Ibn Umar says, When the Prophet sat down, he pointed his finger. So as our sister is saying, should you point from the time you sit? According to Ibn Umar, yes. He says, When the Prophet sat down. So as soon as you sit, in the second or fourth raka'ah, or second or third raka'ah in the Maghrib, you point your finger. And your finger should stay pointed until the prayer is over. Why is that? That's what the narration say the Prophet of Allah did. So this is the best opinion. One thing we hope, we follow, and our brothers and our sisters, that you follow the sunnah as much as you are able. Don't let anyone change your positions. If you have an authentic hadith, then you go with that hadith. And this is why the scholars of hadith were almost always right. The scholars of fiqh sometimes make error. The scholars of Arabic sometimes make error. The scholars of, what's another science, Ikhwan? Huh? Quran sometimes, well they only, they, they stay with the tafsir only. Sometimes they make error. You barely see a hadith scholar being wrong. Barely. That's why Bukhari is almost always right. Al-Tirmidhi is almost always right. Muslim is almost always right. Imam Malik is almost always right. Because their words are usually the words of the hadith. Even if they're the minority. And what's that here, Ikhwan? Sometimes when you do your research, you find these hundred scholars say this, and these five say this. Usually Bukhari is with them. Bukhari's position is right. Because his, his, his words is usually the hadith verbatim. That's all he says. Bukhari says, the Prophet of Allah says, this is a tremendous uh, usloop to try to follow. If you have no proof to support, Allah You have proof, you give your proof. Some scholars say, some scholars say, no problem. But that's not a proof. So, we follow, as Allah Ta'ala says in the ayah, Surah to Al-A'raf, follow what has been sent down to from your Lord, the Quran and the Sunnah. We'll stop there, Ikhwan. Someone call their van. And may Allah bless you all. Good question from my beloved sister. May Allah raise you all. Our brother says, what about the brothers who go by cold not to marry who I divorce because they are my homeboys? Please let them know that's not from Islam.
Actually, it's the opposite. That's correct, Yehua. And we'll mention that after the end. Sister, she asked Yehwan, can you shed light on our question? Some of the brothers, they have a broke hole in which they may not marry the divorced women that someone that they know was married to. Is this from Islam? Please advise. Islam is actually in opposition of that. That's not from the religion. It can be from culture, ya ikhwan. لكن إذا عبد مثلا هو يريد أن يتزوج بامرأةٍ ما وهذا يضر أخيه ربما يكون أولى له أن لا يتزوج بها خافا أو خافة أو خائفا أن لا يضر أخاه لا بأس. If a brother wants to marry a woman, but he knows if I marry her, it's going to harm my brother. He still loves her or he wanted to marry her, or he was married to her, so it's going to harm my brother, then perhaps it's better to stay away, perhaps, and not to marry that woman. However, هَذَا لَيْسَ مِنْ سُنَّةِ or لَيْسَ مِنَ الْإِسْلَامِ But that's not something that Islam says. However, Yaqwan, if a person is married to a woman and it doesn't work out, wouldn't it be better that someone he knows, say they have children together, is there, stepped up, married the woman, is honor, honoring his kids and the likes. It'll be better that you marry someone that I know is a good brother. I know he's going to take care of you and the likes. But if you don't love the person for the sake of Allah, this is how you know sometimes if you really love the woman for the sake of Allah. بعد الطلاق, when the, the divorce takes place, عندما تريد هي أن تتزوج بشخص آخر وأنت تقضب على هذا. So now the divorce takes place and now she wants to marry someone else. So now, if we still love the woman, we're hurt, we're sad, and this is not correct, ya akhwan. If it doesn't work out, Allah that Allah Ta'ala decrees, whatever Allah Ta'ala decrees takes place. At any rate, 
it will be more honorable to be happy for the woman. You're still my sister in Islam. If you have children together, you're the mother of my children. If you don't have children together, Islam is a comprehensive religion. You find the companions of the Messenger If someone died, she's a widower, that someone will come and step up and take the responsibility and marry that woman. The Messenger of Allah did that with Um Salama. Uh, um Salama. At any rate, some of the companions would marry each other, but they were brothers, ikhwan. The messenger, the, in the time of the messenger, if the man had multiple wives and his brother ma'indahu zawja, yaqool ana utalliqu ihdaha wa ihdahunna wa anta tazawijuha. Wa hadha al-ukhuwa yaqool. Huwa azim wa nadir jiddin, lakin undu sababihi. Imagine this yaqool. The man has more than one wife, his brother has no wives. The man would say, in the time of the Messenger I have more than one woman. I'll divorce one of them so you can marry them. Now you probably can't do that today. <laughs> That's different. Your wife, hey, you're going to choose me? I don't, maybe today you're going to have some problem. <laughs> it didn't happen. But the point, he said to his brother, hey, you don't have no women. I have four. We can't even do that with cars. We can't even do that with clothes. Yes. Nowadays in the average family, in almost every family of today, the father has a car, the mother has a car, and every child that can drive has a car. Three children, each has a car. Your brother has no car. We have five cars. I don't even think that we need two cars. In my humble opinion. We have five. The husband, the wife, and each of the child. He has none. We won't do that with a car. How much more so a woman? And what's amazing, if my memory serves me correctly, the narration mentions that he said, you choose. That's from brotherhood, Yaquan. We won't do that with clothes. My best stove. I'm not going to say, hey, Myra, I know you like that one. I'm going to give you one of my older ones. That's how we're going to do that. They weren't like that. They would give their best. He has two cars, the Mercedes, the Honda. You already know which one he's given. <laughs> His brother has no car. You need a car? I got two cars. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to give you the Honda. They weren't like that. They would give their best. And this is true brotherhood. Anyone can give trash or something that he looks to be trash. That's easy. My bag is raggedy. This is my new bag. This is my old bag. You don't have a bag? Hey, take this one. No. From brotherhood, this is your brother. I'm going to give you the best of what I have. That's Islam. So that didn't happen. I don't want no one to say, now the brother's trying to say, we got to give our wives away to our brothers. Not like that. The man said it. The other brother said no. But he's saying, you are my brother. Whatever you are in need of, to the best of my ability, I'm going to give it. You don't have food and I have extra food, you can have some of my food. But you don't have clothing. Should, that should be vice versa. If the brother is not good. <laughs> That's how we would do. I'm going to choose. I got four wives. Okay, this one memorized Quran. That one, mashallah. This one is on Bukhari. This one is on 40 Hadith. Take the one that's on 40 Hadith. That's us. They weren't like that, Yaquan. They had something that's called Ukhuwa. They used to pit their brothers first. You need a car? I got three cars. Come to my house and choose whatever car you want. 
You don't have no clothes? I got a closet full of clothes. Tell you, choose the clothes you need. That's how they were, yeah. And we're the opposite. We can't even clean our masjid. As our brother mentioned the other day, shame on us, Yaquan. Our homes are not like that. If we all go to each other's house one by one, hey, come to my house, I go to your house, let's go to his house, we go to their house, I guarantee you, you're not going to see crumbs, you're not going to see trash, you're not going to see this, and then we come to the best house ever. One of the masajid of Allah Ta'ala. At any rate, so how much more so the brotherhood you have for? Many of us don't even know each other by name. Many of us. I'm still learning the people, mashallah ta'ala. At any rate, one brother said, may Allah reward him. What's your name, ya I said, my name is Naeem. May Allah bless you. So we'll stop there. May Allah bless you. Walk continue to do the good that you're doing. We hope that answered your question there. It shouldn't be a broke code. However, if it's going to harm your brother, then it's better not. But you can say that's Islam. You, you went against the broke code. If someone marries someone you were married to, you shouldn't be offended, ya ikhwan. If it didn't work out and you love her for Allah's sake, as long as he's a good brother, may Allah bless you all. Wa subhanaka lahum wa bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta sakur wa atubu ilayk. Wa salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.